0: Morning truth. This morning I want to tell you a story about Helda Camara. Helda Camara was an unlikely folk hero standing at just under 5 feet tall and weighing about 90 pounds soaking wet. He was a tiny little guy but more so than his physical stature what really made him unlikely as a folk hero was the fact that he began his ministry as a young priest in Brazil. Participating in the Integrist party whose mission was based on the principles of union and unity for all races and all people. And as a member of that organization, Camara spearheaded a campaign to eradicate the shanty towns located on the hills around Rio de Janeiro. And the campaign forcibly relocated the residents there to new housing in the city. Father Camara's campaign did not go quite as planned. Yes, they managed to bulldoze down those shacks and shanties and and move the residents into the city. But once there, the folks that they uprooted were angry at being forced to relocate as they stood in their new dwellings without jobs to support themselves. Camara had backed himself into a corner. Now the people were forced to do what had to be done in order to survive. They went into survival mode. Some pulled their electric and water fixtures out of their new abodes and they sold them. Others moved their families out onto the streets and sublet their apartments so that they could have money for food. Kamara's idea of helping these people did not look at the full perspective. He did not understand that, as, Im- un- as impoverished as they looked, they were able to support themselves. The campaign was an abject failure. But what this campaign did succeed in doing was bringing Father Kamara face to face with the poorest of Brazil's poor for the very first time and he was forever changed by it. Out of this experience he ended up leaving the Integralist Party and began to talk in his sermons about unjust structures of poverty and how the church needed to work not just for the people but with the people. This is the perspective that he took with him when he was appointed Arch Bishop of a particularly impoverished area of the country. When he was awarded and appointed archbishop, it came with all the usual trappings of that office a literal palace to live in, bright colored robes, jewelry gold, diamonds, everything that he could bling himself out in, but he chose to live a life of radical solidarity with the poor. He took up residence in a small house behind a church and he wore only a brown cassock and and a wooden cross around his neck and he ate his meals at a bar on the corner surrounded by construction workers and alcoholics. As it so happens, the same year that Camara was appointed Archbishop, a fascist military dictatorship took over the Brazilian government. Camara observed that under their rule, the poor were suffering even more than before. And in response, he instituted all sorts of social Programs to help meet the basic material and spiritual needs of the masses living in poverty. He initiated feeding programs and various housing projects. He established a permanent campaign of charity for the needy. He even advocated for industry to move into the area of the country to create jobs with which people could support their families. At the same time as he worked to alleviate the suffering of the poor, Kamara became outspoken and he talked against the regime, against the government in his weekly radio broadcasts. While this ministry engendered a great deal of love among the common people, among those in power, it engendered a great deal of hate. At first, Father Camaro was simply blacklisted. He was labeled a communist by the regime and censors forbade the media from interviewing or quoting him. Every Sunday in the pulpit, though, he persisted in agitating the reform. His sermons were described by those who heard them as lyrical cries for social justice. Then one day, Kamara opened the door of his little house to find a man standing there, a hired killer, with his gun drawn. i come to assassinate you, Dom Helder, he announced in a matter-of-factly kind of way. Kamara responded, then you will send me straight to the Lord. Astounded by this reply, the assassin himself, from an improvised clash, lowered his gun and let loose his tears. I can't kill you. You belong to God. It's not often we get the opportunity to say this, but the assassin was right. the chimera belonged to God. He was a true follower of Jesus. In chapter 10 of the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus tells his disciples that everyone who persists in following him by carrying on his ministry of mercy and compassion will find themselves hated by the nations. In a day and time when so many try to portray themselves as martyrs rather than accept responsibility for their poor decisions and their bad behavior Kamara showed us what it looks like to be hated for all the right reasons his ministry was a bold testament to God's special care and concern for the poor for the powerless and for it he was hated just like Jesus had said to his father his famous and often misattributed words, Camara would say, When I give to the poor, they call me a saint. When I ask why they are poor, they call me a communist. I beseech each and every one of you today. To not just go along with the flow. To not just seek who to blame for the problems and the dysfunctions in this world. I call on you to make changes. You are children of God. Not ordained to complain. You are children of God, given dominion. Meaning that you are to go out into the fields and adjust and change, and work, and come up with solutions. That's what children of God do. And no, you will not be loved for everything that you do, especially when you do it unto God. But it's a wonderful thing when God can look at you as his child and recognize that you're hated for all Right reasons. Remember when you start your day with truth, blessings throughout the remainder of the day is in.